Welcome to Own the Microphone. Join me, Bridget McGowan, an award-winning international professional speaker and owner of the independent publishing company, BMAC Talks Press. Hello, everybody. I trust that you have a glass of water sitting next to you because we're about to bring some fire to this conversation. Regina and I have only been talking for a few seconds, a few minutes here, and she's about to bring it. I'm just letting you know right now. I have with me today Regina Robinson. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Regina. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I know this conversation, like you said, is going to be nothing less than fire flaming. And I am ready, ready, ready. So let's just get it. Listen, I hope you guys listening are ready because we ready. The question is, are you ready? (laughs) Welcome to this episode of On the Microphone, everybody. I'm Bridget McGowan. And I think Regina is one of those people where, what, what, how does the saying go? I, how does the saying go? I don't have to get ready. I stay ready. I don't have to get ready because I stay ready. I get that impression from you. So Regina, you are a professional speaker. You're a total rock star. You do a number of other things and we'll get into some of those, but tell me, how did you get into the world of public speaking and professional speaking? You know, that is such an awesome answer. It's so crazy because when I really started, so I run two businesses. I run a college planning services and um, a women's platform. And so I've been speaking on that college platform for over 15 years. And so, but when I first like declare publicly, like, oh, I'm a public speaker, I had to have a friend reach out to me and literally call me and say, You know, you're just saying that you're just starting to be a speaker. I just want to remind you the first day you took the mic and the first day you took the stage. And so it was literally 15 years ago at a graduation where I gave remarks to my senior class going off to college. And so she said, did you forget you were in front of hundreds of students and hundreds of parents and board of education members, superintendents? Did you forget that? And literally... I did. And so when I say now, I'm like, oh my gosh, do you know what? Like, wow, I had, that was God positioning me way back then for where he was going to prepare me for now. And so I didn't even realize it. It's funny how friends see in us what we don't see in ourselves. We live with ourselves 24 seven day in, day out. And it's interesting how friends will let you know, well, they'll turn your light on a little bit more brightly for Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and, and, you know, I've been telling people I've been a professional speaker since 2001, but I've actually been a public speaker since I was a kid, just sitting here listening to you talk about the graduating class remarks that you made. Okay. So as you think about that time from then until now, what is something you would tell yourself at that convocation or at that uh, graduation ceremony what do you need to tell that person Mm, that this is just a small glimpse of the overall big picture God has in store for you but you gotta be willing to embrace the journey you have to you have to be willing to embrace the journey and I think about that friend of yours who told you listen Regina this you're not new to this you you've been been there done that also have friends along the journey who are going to support you. What 
have you gotten from your friends or your colleagues along this journey that keeps you moving forward and using your voice for good? Um, wow, that's awesome. So I remember about probably it was maybe for the women's platform, I've been speaking for about six years. So it wasn't until about three years ago where I was at an event preparing to speak. And prior to me speaking, I'm sitting at a table with a group of peers um, and we're talking, we're chatting, and I'm talking to this man. And this is my first time meeting him. And he's talking to me and we're both on the program to speak. But we have both never heard each other speak. And so we're sitting there and he's sitting. This is his first time meeting me, my first time meeting him. And we're just conversating. He goes, he does his presentation. He comes sit back down and he stays. Because, you know, sometimes speakers will leave after they're done talking. So he stays and I go and I do my talk and I sit back down. And he said, from this day forward, he said, I cannot believe you. Like, I sat here next to you and I could have never imagined what you were about to do up there in front of everybody. He said, you are a quiet storm and don't you ever forget it. Always be who you are. He said, you were so humble sitting here with me as if you were not about to be this powerhouse that's getting ready to go before all of us. But your humbleness always outweighs that. So always remember, you are my quiet storm. And from that day, I've been the quiet storm to everyone, like, because he gave me that name. And so literally for me, it's humbling um, to be able to, I will be in a room serving and helping the conference coordinator and whoever's conference it is. And you will never know that I'm one of the speakers on the lineup. And then when I get up there, most people will be like, well, wait, we just saw you serving and doing this. We didn't even, what? We didn't even know. And so literally for me, that is humbling. One of the biggest humbling other experiences I had was I, I love to, I would serve and help people all the time. And I was serving at a conference um, and my serving position at that moment was to serve for the speakers who were assigned to that conference. And come, come to find out, and no one knew, I was also one of the speakers at that conference, but I was still serving the other speakers. One of those particular speakers was Mickey Taylor of Essence Magazine. And so literally I was her kind of like, almost like armor bearer, if you would call it, for the day. And so when I picked her up that morning, I said, now, when we go down, there's going to be a brief moment where I'm not going to be available to you. But I promise I'll be right back when that moment is over. I never told her what that brief moment was because I didn't want her to see me any differently. So by the time I came down back off stage to get her, she said, you have got to be kidding me. Why didn't you tell me that? She goes, I had no idea. She goes, girl, I want to be just like you. And so literally my heart was like warmed from that experience. And so it's not always about you having to show up and let the whole world know who you are. They will know when you've done sharing something that has now shifted who they are and how their life will move forward. And that's what makes the most difference for me. When I'm as a speaker, that's what makes the difference for me. It's not about them having to know that I'm on the list and who I am. It's about me being able to say what impact will they have, what change would happen in their lives, and what type of push did I give them in the midst of me sharing what it is God had for me to share. Mm-mm, mm, say that again, say that again. You move in silence. It's not necessary to walk around with a megaphone and lights flashing around you. I'm the speaker and so on and so forth. 
get on the stage and that's when you flip the switch on. That's when you turn on the energy. That's when you give them what they came to get. You don't have to walk around through the crowd and act like you this, that, and the the other, and the third, as they put it. Get on the microphone and show them that you are this, that, and the third. Everybody, Regina Robinson is an international speaker. She's a best-selling author. She's an inner confidence strategist and publisher who is widely known for engaging, motivating, and equipping women to unlock their inner confidence and become unstoppable women. She inspires her audiences through laughter and practical principles that empower women to take immediate action in their lives, in their businesses, and in their careers. Regina built a platform where she provides education, strategies, and accountability for women. She inspires women to be unstoppable by empowering them to show up, to own their greatness, and be unapologetic about who they are as they increase their credibility, their visibility, and their confidence. I want to hear more about your book, best-selling author, and you're a publisher. I want to hear about your book, Regina. Oh, wow. So I have two books. Um, the first one is Fiercely Strutting Your Confidence, 12 Keys to Unlock Your Inner Confidence. And the second recent book that launched was my journal, 31-day inspirational journal for women called Unstoppable Woman, Prayer, Praise, and Purpose. And what it does is it outlines 30 women from the Bible. And so the reason why God gave me that vision for that journal is because as women, we are going through a lot of changes and a lot of shifts in our lives. And some of us believe that it's a first time for everything, and it is not. And so we have a blueprint if we're just willing to dive deep, read up on it, and God has given us the blueprint through the women in the Bible to show us exactly what we need to do to keep journeying forward. So just like Eve was in the garden and she ate that forbidden fruit, well, just like some of us who have made some mistakes, God still gave her everything he promised her and he'll still do the same for us. Just like that woman waiting at the well, God's been waiting for us to show up so he can show out in our lives. If we're willing to show up, just like that woman with the issue of blood, yes, show up and show out. Just like that woman with the issue of blood who was waiting for 12 years. And she said, listen, if I could just touch, one touch, and I'd be made whole. Well, some of you have been going through a lot of things right now listening, and you believe you want to give up. But this is not the time to give up. This is the time for you to discover what it is and remember the promises that have been given to you no matter what you've already done. And so that's what the journal is. So if you ain't got your copy, what? You missing out. You better grab your copy so that you can get your blueprint to your next. And it really is just helping women to discover that their next exists just in case they forgot that it is okay to press the reset button and start all over again. We have in the show notes, everybody, information for how to get in touch with Regina, how to get her books, how to make sure you stay connected with her. Because if you couldn't tell, she is somebody with whom you want to stay in connection with. So uh, you talked about Eve and the mistake that she made. I'm going to bring this back to a presentation. Have you ever made a misstep or a mistake in a presentation? And how did you fix it? How did you 
get past it so you could make sure you gave a stellar performance? So here's what I know about a lot of speakers. You guys are thinking way over else. You guys are overthinking this thing. And so remember that you're the speaker, you know your notes, you know your presentation, and not one person in the audience know what you are about to say next. So technically, you have never messed up on your talk because no one else knows that you were going to say something different or in a different order. Only you know. So you got to have the power within your mind, within yourself, to be able to shift and keep going, right? Or it could be anything. I remember one time doing the talk and all of a sudden um, a person's uh, cell phone went off playing music. So what did I do? I started jiggling to the music and saying, yes, that was a part of it. Y'all better get with it. What if y'all didn't know it was time to do whatever, whatever the song was at the time? I just twirled it into it and we kept right all going. The audience was like, yes, you know, how are you able to connect so you don't disconnect? And so the only way someone knows you messed up is if you disconnect from your speech or your talk. And you shouldn't because sometimes when you change something that you were going to say, be able to trust that maybe it was a change that was necessary and needed. If you so sold to your notes, you're going to miss giving the audience what they really needed in that moment. And that be what that would be exactly what you possibly shift and said, as opposed to what you were going to say. So literally it's okay to make it work and keep going because no one else knows you but you. Exactly, exactly. It drives me up a wall, Regina, when someone will say, oh, I didn't mean to say that, or oh, that slide is wrong, or oh, nobody even knows until you open your mouth (laughs) and declare something is wrong, it's a mistake, it's a misstep. Nobody knows. That's right. You know, you were talking with such fire and such passion about your books that it made me think about how much how evident it is that you love that topic, that you love what your books are about. And I am going to go out on a limb and assume that you love your topics to speak. How important is it that you have that passion and that you have that fire about your topic, even if it's something like data? How, how, how does somebody have that passion and that fire when, let's say, giving a business presentation? It's a topic that they don't necessarily get to fully control. How do they come with it? How do they bring that fire to the yeah. microphone? And so here's what I know that most of the time, believe it or not, we never really, if you, sh- here, you shouldn't be sharing about something you've not lived or experienced, Right. And so I don't care if you're giving a presentation to a group of investors in a room and, it's, and you're a woman entrepreneur and you want them to try investing your business. Well, what you can, and you only got like statistics and data and all of that, but you still got to have the fire and the energy in that. Well, you can literally simply say 97, 97% of women are opening businesses now than ever. And I am a part of that. I am a woman and I am starting my own business, but it's going to take some of you in this room to believe in what I believe in, to understand what I understand and to know what I know. But here's how I'm going to make sure you are not left untold about what it means. 
However, in that 90%, only maybe 25% of those are African-American women. And I happen to be an African-American woman, but I promise you, I will be still part of that 97% number because 12 years later, I am still running a successful full-time business. But see, most of y'all know most businesses close in the first five years, but I am not a statistics. So I know you got the money to invest, but you're still waiting on some more evidence to believe that I'm the business you should be taking a chance on today. Well, let me tell you how I've been impacting and changing lives for over 15 years. I make sure women know they can go from being broken to unbreakable. I make sure they know that if they have a story on the inside, it's not for them, but it's so that they can help someone else get to the other side of where they've been standing so they can stand firm and knowing that they are an overcomer. See, we got to be willing to take what we know and turn it into what we believe. But if you don't believe it, you can't expect your audience to either. So what is it that you believe that's on the inside of you? That's your story that will never be able to be told by me. It won't be able to be told by Bridget. It won't be able to be told by anyone. I tell people all the time, I don't care who comes before me or after me. They will never share my story like I do because they've never lived it. They've never experienced it and they've never overcome it. So I don't care about what everyone else is doing. You just need to be who you are and be unique and be confident and what you bring and what you don't. And see, that's how you turn a presentation into something you didn't even know, but you spilled it, you formed it, you shaped it, molded it, and it became who you were at that moment in that moment. Press stop, rewind, <laughs> press play. Everybody don't worry about everybody else yes. and what everybody else is doing. Only worry about you. Take what you know and turn it into what you believe. Find some kind of connection. So if you are working in corporate America, if you are working in a department, if you are a trainer and there is content that is handed over to you and all of a sudden you've got to present it and you've got to present it with some kind of impact and some kind of power, it can be hard because it's not your content. Find something, one word, one sentence, one slide, one something and make a connection to it and let that be the spark that sets you on fire and puts you in a position to take what you know, that objective content, to turn it into something that you believe. Absolutely. What do, what else do the absolute best speakers do, Regina? What do you do where, hands down, I don't care what the presentation is, where it is, who's the audience, what is something that you must do before a presentation or during a presentation or even after a presentation, because I'll tell you my secret before a presentation, I don't care how many times I've given this presentation. I don't care if it's virtual or in person. I don't care if it's an audience of a few people or a few hundred or a few thousand. I must practice my presentation full on at least three times full on, or if I don't have that kind of time, because let's say it's a three hour workshop, I don't have nine hours to spare the night before. I'm going to practice my first 10, 15 minutes and the last 10, 15 minutes full on a minimum of three times each. What is your secret sauce, your secret weapon that you must do or you must have before every presentation during or after it? So for me, it's really, I, I, I have to tell you guys, it's not something that's just way out there all over the top. 
I literally, before I'm about to go on stage, see, most people think that most speakers don't have a little bit of that nervousness still in them before they're about to go right on stage, which is not true. Majority of all of us still do, literally, right until it, and then when we touch that mic, it goes away. But until we hand, hold that mic in the hand and we walk into that mic, oh, we got a little bit in us. Um, but for me, before I get ready to share, excuse me, before I get ready to speak, I am always saying a prayer. I'm always saying, God, decrease me and increase you. Have your way. If whatever I have gone over is not what you decide is needed, then I'm okay with the shift. And also, most importantly, is I always arrive to my speak engagements before I'm due to be there because I need to get within the room and feel the energy. I need to watch the people around me and I need to see what the room feels like and what's the interaction of people. And I need to talk to people and they never have to know who I am. I never say, oh, I'm going to be up there speaking in like an hour. I don't say that. I just want to be in the room talking, feeling the energy. And sometimes I'm quiet and sitting in the back and you might not never even know I'm in the room because I'm preparing myself. But I need to be feel the energy of the room and the connection to the room so that when I go, I'm ready. Everybody, when you're doing an in-person presentation, you need to arrive to that presentation room at least 30, 45 minutes, an hour is fabulous if you have that kind of time to spare and the venue is able to let you in at least an hour before that presentation. If you can get there no less than 30 minutes before, ideally an hour before your presentation, do it. And if you can visit that room, just visit it. I'm not talking about the the AV and worrying about the setup or anything like that, but just physically put yourself in the room at least a day before, roughly speaking, even better. Because I want you to think about when you check into a hotel, you go to your room, where's the light switch? Where's the closet? Okay, where's the remote control? So on and so forth. But then the second time you go back to that hotel room, you know where everything is. It feels comfortable. It feels like your temporary home. The same thing goes for that presentation room. If you're able to visit it the day before, you know where everything is. You know the feel of it. You can walk around and see where you're going to be standing and everything. So when you go the next day, at least 30, 45, 60 minutes before your presentation, it you're not having to acclimate yourself to the space. Absolutely. You already have some level of familiar, familiarity with it. And that level of familiar, familiarity translates into building up your confidence. Absolutely. There's a there's a connection between comfort and confidence. Mm-hmm. So do that. Do that. Regina, what else does the audience need to know so they can own the microphone going forward? Uh, so here's what I know also. You it show back to the showing up ahead of time. If you are due to speak at 12 and you get there at 11.55 and something has shifted or changed, now you're all in a hustle. But had you been there on time, you would have known that you're shifted or changed. So be, be prepared be there before time. So if you arrive on time, you're late anyway. Next thing is, don't be so sold to your PowerPoint that if they can't get the PowerPoint working, you're not a speaker anymore all of a sudden. Please don't do that. Don't be so sold to your paper that if you wind up getting a handheld microphone and you have to hold paper, it is very hard to do the two. And so now you're discombobulated. And so you have to know your talk. 
You have to know what you come to deliver and you have to be one of those speakers who can adjust at any moment. It might be that the microphone is not working. Are you willing to still share what you've been called to share? Or are you gonna feel like, oh, well, my voice is too low. No, 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 you show up, you give a little more power in your voice and you go for it. You step down off that stage, down into the audience and you hit the middle aisle and you go up and down and you talk and you share so that everybody gets a little bit of what you've come to share. So are you willing to make the adjustment as a speaker or are you so sold to what you believe a speaker is? And see, for me, I have always been that speaker that says, Oh, the people be like, oh, we bringing you back. If you show up, you just do what you got to do. You leave it all on the, you just drop the mic, okay? And you are willing to adjust as it's needed. So if you're that hard person to deal with, you're not getting called back. <laughs> Trust and believe you will not get another call if you are a difficult person. Just like those difficult audience members, you don't want to see them. If you're a difficult speaker, event Planners do not want to see you. And I want to throw this in there because so many of us are presenting virtually. When it comes to the virtual presentations, it's the same thing. Show up early and plan some sort of a run through with your point of contact. Mm -hmm. So you can make sure you're comfortable with their platform, whether they are using GoToWebinar, Zoom, uh, there's all kinds of platforms out there. I can't even, they're escaping me because I have been on so many of them. And yeah, they got like StreamYard and some other stuff. So you need to be familiar. Exactly. Is it going to be a Facebook Live? I mean, what what's going to be happening? So- and don't be afraid on, to ask, right? Well, and, and and actually it's a it's don't be afraid to ask. And it shows another level of professionalism on your part where you're saying, This is important to me that your audience has a good experience, that I want to have a run-through session right. with you at least a week before the presentation. And you just get on the platform for 10, 15, 20 minutes to make sure you're able to, whatever it is you need to show your mm -hmm. slides, advance your slides, show your camera or whatever, but just to make sure you're comfortable. So it puts you in a position where you can shine. Absolutely. Regina Robinson, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I had an awesome time and I hope every listener now has some more tools in their tool belt to become that amazing speaker that they truly are. It is time for Stop Being a Hidden Secret and Ignite the Fire on Your Voice. You heard it. You heard it from Regina, everybody. It is time to light that flame. Thank you so much, Regina. Thank you to the listeners for tuning in. Until next time, make sure you always own the microphone.